0: Hello and thanks for being with us. I'm Jolie and this is the latest Grazia Beauty Life Lessons, the podcast that asks women who really know about their beauty for their best tips, advice and ideas. This time, someone who started her career in banking in Paris but who completely reinvented herself after finding the corporate world a little stifling. I'm Freddie Harrell, and I'm the founder of Swan. Freddie Harrell launched her She Unleashed workshops in 2016, discussing issues around the female experience with her growing online community. Later, she added Brand Founder to her CV, launching her Afro hair extensions brand Radswan. She calls it the conscious beauty brand built with and for the global African community. Coming up. Freddie warns against mixing and matching your lotions and serums. Be careful with how the things you put on your face could react with each other. Like a lot of them are
1: proper active chemicals. If you're not careful, like you know the temptation is to use three serums and all of those things. Actually it can be really bad
0: and I think I had like a lot of breakouts because of that. Freddie gets a lot out of meditating. She says it's not always easy to do, but that the secret is to not put pressure on yourself. I'm just like sitting in front of a river and I just want to look
1: ahead. I imagine that all of my thoughts that come, they're just a passing boat. Like I just let them come, but I don't pay attention and I don't beat myself up for having these thoughts coming.
0: So let's get into the chat with Raswan's Freddie Harrell. Hello, Freddie. Hi.
1: Hi. Hi, Jolie. Thank you so much for having me. No,
0: thank you so much for being on. I'm so excited about this and uh, to chat to you about all things beauty. Absolutely. Me too. (laughs) So maybe we kick things off um, with your new brand. Can you tell us a little bit about Radswan? Uh, Yeah, of course. (laughs) Uh, Razone started
1: as Big Hair No Care, which was a side hustle that um, I launched when my husband uh, got a foreign job in Geneva in 2016. And I just had to find something quickly to do. Um, You know, at the time I was blogging and I always had this big hair and we never talk about it because I'm not a hair expert, but there were extensions I had designed for myself. Um, I launched it as a business, uh, just a side hustle. It got a bit too big uh, for me to handle. So end of 2018, I paused it and uh, really realized it was a lot more than hair. Uh, it's definitely a community first and a whole journey, uh, that we can share together. So with the help of my audience on Instagram, uh, we've relaunched, we've rebranded it as Ratswan And, uh, so this is what Ratswan is now, uh. Just um I want to say we uh, we really strive to be the leading conscious beauty brand built with and for the global African diaspora, and we are starting with synthetic hair extensions
0: that's so exciting Freddie um, now and I'm so excited for your for your new brand launch and how would you uh, describe your approach to beauty products in general are you low maintenance high maintenance are you a you know a beauty junkie who likes to try new things I
1: think I'm a mix of everything I think I'm definitely low maintenance but I, I'm not sure what it means anymore <laughs> but the, but I'm always trying new things I like to try new things but really, it's always with the objective to simplify my, like my routine. I get confused with all of the steps, the different ingredients. So actually, I think the last few months, I've, I've just tried to simplify it.
0: So let's kick off with your advice then. So I'm going to ask for your five uh, best beauty advice. And maybe we start with hair. Obviously, you've recently launched Rad Swan. Um, what is your best piece of hair advice that you've ever been given or you have to give?
1: The, honestly, I think for me, the piece of advice for hair is something that I would have to give, especially when it comes to black hair. I think, you know, there's so much to learn. There's so much information out there. Uh, so many brands who try to educate. But, you know, there's also so many products. And I find that what worked for me, especially during lockdown... With you know, we all had this focus, uh this time to focus on our own routines is to really lead with intuition. Um, I, I like to approach my hair as like a garden, a bit of a bonsai. <laughs> Try to see, you know, what it reacts to, speak to it. Just I think intuition is so important. We can be so driven to to read everything or try to do you know repeat what other people's are doing um so developing intuition I think is the best uh, is the best thing to do
0: I think that's such a brilliant piece of advice I haven't actually heard on this yet and just getting to know your own hair rather than you know reading and digest, digesting everything you might see online that might not work for you I guess learning as you go along and maybe not putting too much pressure on your hair is that what you, you yeah
1: think? I absolutely think so because the um, First, you know, especially when it comes to black hair, every day we can hear about a new oil or a new ingredient that is good to have or that is bad to have. Some people, you know, wash their hair every week, some every two weeks, some every three weeks. There's so many different things. And we have, you know, our hair is so different. Even like within, just like on my head, there's probably two or three different uh, curl patterns, like hair textures. So, you're just going to drown with all of the information outside. (laughs) So, what I mean, intuition is yeah, exactly, just taking the time to because we can be tempted to try so many things all the time. You haven't really spent the time to see what was working, what was not working. So, um, yeah, carve some time out. Yeah. And what are the products that you're like loving and using at the moment? What I really, really love at the moment is the Afro Hair and Skin Co Hair Butter. It's called uh, Flourish. And um, it's so good. It's just, first, it's made of ingredients that are grown in the UK. You know, it's a brand, uh, it, it's a British brand. It smells delicious. The packaging is beautiful. It's just natural and ethically sourced products. And um, it's just simple, you know, it does the trick. I find that when it comes to black hair, there can be a lot of different custards and cream and leave-in conditioner. uh, Just to have a good butter, (laughs) you know,
0: just like back to simple things. So that's my favorite product at the moment. And you just use that as kind of a spritz top me up whenever you need it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, it's a bit, again, going back to the garden analogy it's what i do yeah i like to spray on my hair it's like i think you know also afro hair comes back to life when it's uh like when you put water or just like a bit of spritz in it you know it just gives it it's lightweight again and brings some spring in the curls and um because of the of rats one and um the products that i wear so the lace front wigs but you know just like this protective style lifestyle that we have with alternating between hair extensions but that you take out on the same day you know like most of the times i have just two strand twist or um flat twists on my hair underneath so that's how like the spray you know just to revive it but very low manipulation i don't i, I try to not manipulate my hair too much
0: brilliant Talk me through your best makeup advice, Freddie. Keep it simple.
1: <laughs> I think when it comes to makeup, the advice I have is the, um, you know, it's actually like to find your style and how it fits with everything else. At the beginning, I was trying to kind of replicate some trends here and there. But f- actually me as a style, everything else is a bit I'm a bit scruffy around the, the edges. No, you know, you're the not. Way I, like, like, <laughs> No, but like what I mean is that, like I'm just not that sort of like pristine, you know, like super makeup, uh, <laughs> you when know, like makeup, nails, everything perfect. So I find that what really suits me is just. Um, it's just like no makeup, makeup. So low-key and simple. Very low-key because I'm not very uh, gifted at doing anything more than that.
0: And what about your kind of highlighter or concealer? Do you have any favorite products that you're using at the moment? Yes. So the, my favorite
1: uh, concealer is from NARS. Um, I love the... It's like the solid one, but you can also have it in liquid. Uh, the shade I love is called Amond I love Amond And then for the highlighter, I love this brand. Um, it's called, actually, you know, I don't know if it's Bibi or BB. It's a British sustainable brand. And they, uh, so, you know, like their packaging is, recyc- you can recycle it, but also it's made of... Um, environmental friendly uh, materials and so it's b-y-b-i it lasts forever I think I've had mine for like two years or something and just a little bit goes a long way so yeah I really love this brand and that's my favorite highlight
0: but this is is this one just like totally foolproof you can just slap it on and go about your day and not worry
1: yeah because it's um it's not powdery It's like a paste, a bit like your concealer.
0: So you can melt it into your skin and it kind of just becomes your skin, that kind of vibe.
1: Exactly. That's what I do first. I put it on my hand and then I can just, with my finger,
0: put it on my cheek, just like such. Love that. And you also mentioned then just about kind of environmentally conscious or consciously clean makeup products. Is that something that you look for across all of your beauty products? I think it's definitely a plus me like it's
1: something that will make me more like I'm more likely to try but actually I don't know you know like when it comes to makeup I think it's a lot easier to find those kind of products now so I think for makeup yes I love to do that but then when it comes to skincare sometimes I feel bad about all of the packaging or you know like those really heavy bottles that like you're not going to use them again so for skincare, I think it's uh, it can be a bit harder. But for makeup, I really think there are so many options now that, uh, yeah, I prefer that.
0: <laughs> and just talking about skincare, let's go on to that as your third um, piece of advice then. What is your best piece of skincare advice? Again, simplify. I, <laughs> I was
1: trying to do a lot, you know, like buy um, serums. And I bought a couple that, you know, some people were recommending but actually like you know it's quite dangerous like a lot of them are proper active chemicals if you're not careful like like, like, you know the temptation is to use three serums and all of those things actually it can be really bad and I think I had like a lot of breakouts because of that I don't really know it's like it's so hard to know actually so now I'm trying to just reduce the the use of chemicals because I don't have the patience to really monitor if that's what's affecting me or not, or if that's working or not. So now I, like, I've like just gone back to using um, just like, you know, like French power pharmacy
0: brands. Yes, I was going to ask you about that. Do you kind of gravitate towards this kind of more simplified, straight-talking French pharmacy brands?
1: I do now. Like, especially like last year when I um, moved to New York... I don't know if it's the change of the weather or if it's also at the same time like where I tried like new serums and that had all of those letters and those things that you don't understand. But my skin started to break out a lot. And if I break out, then I just scar, you know, like black skin, dark skin is um, like, you know, it's so hard to come back from (laughs) breakouts (laughs) like my husband like pops his uh his spots I would never do that my skin can't afford that (laughs) the so yeah so I think I had bought all of those things like brightening toning whatever all of those things that are supposed to make your skin tone even and it was just so tiring and actually like I read this advice online uh, you know like this Facebook group again where people were saying, actually, someone was saying, actually, like sometimes when you have a lot of acne issues or like you have a lot of breakouts, um, the way to come back from that is to simplify your routine and just to hydrate a lot. And when I think about it, that's the last thing that I would think of doing. So you just, you know, like you pile out of the acid, the 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 drying things cuz you think oh my god why am i breaking out so much and going back to just
0: simple things just like hydrating my skin i'm a big advocate of the same of just simple skincare and not overdoing it or overstimulating exactly so that's what i've been doing and i think it's because of that like it's got so much but
1: i wouldn't say because i'm also pregnant And uh, so you know what they call like the pregnancy glow? I don't know, to be honest, but maybe my skin is doing better because of the hormones as well. That's the thing. Like it's so hard to keep track. I don't know. Yes,
0: Freddie. I love this idea of intuition though, around beauty and your hair and your skin. Because I do, and I'm one for, I will, you know, read so many different things and think, oh, yes, I want to try that and that and that, and I'll try so many things. And just before we move away from skincare, do you have any particular favorite products or brands? I know you mentioned French pharmacy brands. Have you got any particular favorite products?
1: Yeah, at the moment, it's such a shame. I need to find the name. It's from um, La Roche-Posay, and there's this uh, range that is... um, just like a, oh my God, I will... Is it the Effaclar range? Yes, how do you
0: know? <laughs> I love the Roche-Posay. I use oh a lot God. of <laughs> that. Yeah, but they have so many ranges. <laughs> I know, I know them all, I'm obsessed.
1: Yeah, no, I love this one. So the I have the soap and the face cream with SPF. Because actually, like, it was quite hard. I wanted to find a moisturizer that has the SPF with it rather than having that as an extra step. So yes, yeah, so this range has it, and I really like it. I really think that it, it has uh, helped even my tone, my skin tone. Yeah, I yeah, I really, really like this range. Big fan
0: of that range. And welcome back. I am here with the amazing Freddie, and now we are going on to number four, which is wellness. So Freddie, what is your best piece of wellness advice?
1: It's definitely to lead with intuition there and what I mean with with intuition is really to to block the noise you know from outside and just like check with yourself what works for you I think like you know especially like wellness has become so trendy that um you can read about people's routines or people's um like recipe for success everywhere and just like try to replicate them you know you know, you have to journal, you have to meditate, you have to do this, you have to do that. And I feel like for me, it, it never works if it comes from a place of um of discipline. Actually, like that's really the thing is like remove discipline from it and just try to gravitate towards things that just make you feel good by the simple fact of doing them. So uh, that's my advice. But, you know, my practice around wellness is I, I actually like journal a lot, but I always have uh but you know like I like writing you know like I like the process of holding a pen and writing I find that really relaxing like that's just the person I am I'm also very talkative as you can see so like journaling has always worked for me and I really love meditation but I would say it took me you know at least like between the first time I tried to the uh, to the first time I really made it a habit I think there's been like Three, four years in between at the beginning, it was awful, like, I really couldn't do it, and I think that was because I was trying to be too methodical about it, like you know this is how you should do it, uh you know, or, or just like being really like discipline based and get angry with myself if I can't sh- uh shut up my head, which I
0: can't <laughs> you know, yeah, and I find that like I almost put too much pressure on myself to be like you should be relaxed by now. And if you're not relaxed, it's not working. So how did you kind of overcome that barrier?
1: I So the way I do it, so when I, so first, you know, I did uh, two years ago, almost two years ago, I did um, a Reiki training. So I'm attuned to level one, you know, like Reiki is different levels. And I found that doing that um, first, it has completely changed um, the way that I can, go into a meditative, a meditative state before it was a lot harder and uh, after doing the like the reiki achievement it, it's really actually easy like, uh, it's much easier so this has helped but i would say the way i've gone around it is that um so i have periods where i do guided ones but often i don't do them anymore like you know i think now i've grown past that the I don't want to do it being guided, I do it because I enjoy the silence. I think it first it was like finding what do I enjoy about it. Like what's the point of it? You know, like without making too much of a <laughs> um you know like changing subject. But for example, I've only recently started to enjoy yoga and that's because it's only recently that I've understood actually it's like oh okay hold on You're, it's not just like standing in poses is that at every inhale or exhale or you can push uh, on like you know a certain type of muscles and then other ones when you exhale it's just like the methodology of it because I'd never understood it before I never got into it I would see these women doing those those shades and I'm just like spending my time staring at them. How can I do it right? You know? So like you just try to catch up. And I think meditation is the same. I think sometimes I just do it because I, I just want to enjoy the silence. And then to block out my thoughts, I try to, when I meditate, I try to visualize, I'm just like sitting in front of a river and I just want to look ahead. I imagine that all of my thoughts that come, they're just a passing boat. So, Like I just let them come, but I don't pay attention and I don't beat myself up for having these thoughts coming. And I also trust and I also tell myself that I trust that if there's an idea or something that I really need to think about that comes to my mind, that it's going to come back because I know that by doing this meditation, by, by allowing myself this peace, I'm definitely doing something good for me. So I'm not losing, in a way, by doing yeah, that. Yeah,
0: but it, it's like you say, it's finding things that work for you. And even those small acts of kindness, I don't know, being a, taking a bubble bath, doing 10 minutes of meditation, those small acts, as long as it works for you, just kind of finding your, your wellness groove, I guess, in that sense. Yes, exactly. I find that
1: gratitude is very helpful as well. For me, like meditation is just a way... It's like, you know, I give myself a break where I don't have all of those contradicting thoughts constantly firing in my head. So I'm just, you know, like trying to focus on... I usually put music, you know, I love like sound bath and I try to just focus on the sound. But then the um, I would say as well, like gratitude. I used to journal um, heavily on that, but sometimes I, I just make a note in my head. But, you know, in the morning, just like think about three things I'm really grateful for. And now it's become such a habit that, that during the day, like throughout the day in my head, I often tell myself, you know, something that happened, I'm like, oh, thank you. Oh, this is great. Oh, my God, I'm so excited for that. Oh, this is so lucky because, you know... Oh,
0: Freddie, I love that. <laughs> <That's> such <laughs> a nice way to live. And that's an you're saying that's an active decision as well, so just kind of take that into every day where you're actively trying to have these positive thoughts and moments of gratitude
1: yeah and don't feel bad don't beat yourself up if you have days where you just feel negative because that's the trap as well I mean that's how I am like everything can go back to discipline which is something I'm always trying to just you know recognize and stop you know, then you feel bad for not feeling grateful enough, you know, for not feeling happy, for not feeling, you know.
0: And I try to also, that also makes a huge difference. No, oh, that's brilliant. Thank you for sharing that, Freddie. And and it also leads us on, well, to um, number five, which is self-care. So, yeah, maybe just is it that your beauty routine is an act of self-care? Do you you know, you, f- you said, mentioned earlier, you found that your skincare routine was quite meditative. So maybe it's that, um, you know, your self-care advice is to, treat your beauty routine as little acts of self-care, perhaps. Yes,
1: absolutely. I think, you know, it's especially for someone who who thinks they really struggle with, um, like, meditation. You know, I have a friend who's always telling me, Freddie, like, I would love to be able to meditate just like you do, but I can't. But then she's someone who does a lot of yoga. You know, she would just take a break during the day and do 45 minutes. Or, you know, she loves to cook. Like, I recently started to cook <laughs> but I mean like long story with that and just to just just being in the process that is like a, like a moment that you take out of your day and out of everything else I really try to be in the moment and I like to create myself like when my husband called you know like some f- Freddy atmosphere, basically it's like, oh, that's very Freddy atmosphere here. It's usually like I have my music in the background, like very nice, uh, very just like a nice playlist. Or I'm either trying at the same time to um to cook something, or even just like you know, moisturizing my hair, twisting it, you know, at night. Or yes, or like this idea of um doing my face routine that was really at the beginning of pandemic, I had a better bathroom. Um, how could we express myself? And uh, this being this in the evening, you know, we were confined with our, our son, who was like three at the time, and uh, like in a small flat. So, this was definitely like a good escape. So, self care for me is like, how can you? It's just like a form of escape it doesn't have to be painting your nails or doing something expensive, going for a facial. But for me, it's more like how to make your life bigger, like, like not how to frame your life as something bigger than, than the things that you have to do every day. So then your work, then your other responsibilities and duties. I find that some, sometimes I just need a much bigger context to keep, me, to keep me going, like, you know, like, to not feel eaten or consumed by the things that I have to do. And uh, and I find that self-care habits, if you can find something that just makes life more than that. So I don't know if, like, if I'm making sense, you know, but just, like, yeah, like cooking or just, like, listening to a podcast, Um you know, like just sometimes I'm just going to write. I have nothing to say, but I just like the feeling of writing, uh, just like pointless stuff like that. I, I find like they are a form of rebellion to just do pointless things because we just have this idea that we, we should always optimize our time, be productive, always do something. And I, I like to catch myself. Uh, like when I think like that you know sometimes I just have a moment of break and I'm like oh my god like how can I feel it with you know and you're just like no I'm just going to sit here
0: it's like enjoying the pointless moments and that they are you know self-care in themselves so not feeling bad for having a sofa day watching 10 episodes of The Crown or whatever it may be just kind of taking that time and not feeling bad for it because pointless moments I agree for me are totally forms of self-care I call them duvet days or you know (laughs) days where you just let yourself off and you don't have to be productive you don't have to be anything you can just be
1: exactly but I find it so hard you know it's like you do that and then Sometimes, like, like if you manage, if I manage to have like a whole lazy day, then at the end of the day, I have to fight the disgust feeling that I can have, you know? It's so bad. So that's why, like, I really think like removing discipline and really acknowledging that everything is a journey is so important because it's really about how you improve yourself, how you learn to indulge more into the things that make you feel good, how you learn to, you know, carve out more time for pointless things. It's more like, Based on progress rather than how much did I manage to do all of that today? Uh, Because otherwise, that's never going to work. Uh, You know, it it, it has to be part of a journey. And just putting less pressure on yourself. Exactly. I really find that these, like these different things that you could try to implement, they're actually a a way to to develop compassion for yourself, to have patience with yourself, just like, you know, which is something that we don't really do naturally. Like, you know, it's just like, no, like give yourself a break and be like, you know, like today you've done good, this is good, this is something that, you know, you should be proud of, you're gonna do better, it's okay. Rather than always trying, I need to be a better person. You have to be better, better. It's not a nice relationship, it's not
0: sustainable. Well, I think that's a brilliant one to end on as well, Freddie. Just give yourself a break and be kind to yourself, for sure. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing um, with us, Freddie. And I'm so excited for you and um, Rad Swan and all of the amazing things to come. So thank you so much for your time. uh, And thank you, everyone, for listening.
1: Thank you so much for the chat. It's been so, so nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you
0: so so lovely to spend time with freddie i really enjoyed that and i hope you did too please if you can give us a rating on your podcast player and tell your friends about the podcast those recommendations really really help us out when it comes to spreading the word we'll be back next week with model author and brand founder charlie howard see you then